What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. to what you to where you born born Drunkenness has to be so high that you absolutely don't know the difference between good and evil. You see, all year long we think the highest thing is to know good and evil because all year long we're still hung up on the tree of knowledge. On Purim, I don't know the difference. Because let me tell you something. You know what I realized in Purim? The problem was not that I knew evil. The problem is if I know evil, even the good becomes evil also. That kind of good which has an opposite evil, how good is that? You know, let's say I'm choosing between God and idols and I choose God. How does it sound to you? Okay, it's a high level maybe. But then I realize I have to choose. Listen, I walk up to a girl and I say to her, you know something? I tell you the truth, I'm in love with three girls. But then finally I decided on you. You know, she'll blow her mind. Oh, I never had so much love in my life, right? So call me next year, you know, who gives a damn about this whole thing. I don't need it. You have to choose. You know, I say to God, you know, there's good and evil, and I decided to be good. Thank you. God says, oh, I never heard such beautiful words. (laughs) 
So Purim, I'm getting out of the whole scene. I'm getting out of this whole thing. I don't even want to know the good which has evil on the other side. I don't want to know good. I don't want to know evil. I just want to know one thing, the good from God. But you see, the knowledge, the God knowledge, which comes down to us in Purim, why we are so drunk, oh, it's a different kind of knowledge. It's a completely different kind of knowledge. It is so deep. And according to our tradition, this kind of depths didn't even come down on Mount Sinai. On Mount Sinai, God told us, give us the 613 laws. It's all beautiful. It says, don't do this, don't do this, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this, do this. It's all beautiful. But you know what I'm doing on Purim? I'm going even deeper than that. Not God forbid that in Purim I say I can do anything I want to. God forbid is not the point. The point is that on Purim I receive God's word and so much deeper level. So much deeper. Let's put it this way. Take a little baby. It's raining outside. And the baby wants to go out without a coat. So the mother says, don't go out in the rain. And the baby hears the words, don't go out in the rain. The baby wants to go out. Has to choose between going out in the rain and not listening to his mother or going out. It's all cute and sweet. So find the baby says, okay, I'm listening to my mother. But imagine if it would be revealed to this baby how much the mother loves this baby. That it hurts her so much to see the baby going out in the rain without a car. Imagine if God would open all the gates and show this baby, your mother doesn't say, don't go. Don't you know how much your mother loves you? She cares for you so much. Suddenly, it doesn't become, don't go. It's deeper than all this. It doesn't even say, do this. It's just the greatest outpouring of love. You see, all year long, I think God told me, do this and don't do this. And I accept it. i got to listen to God. But with this kind of knowledge, I will never wipe out evil. Because I always have choice. So one, once a year, I'm getting out of the whole thing. Because once a year, we are mumish, absolutely wiping out evil from the world. And the way we're doing it, but being so high, so high, so high. And the deeper the knowledge, higher the knowledge, which I feel in Purim, keeps me going all year long. And you know, sweetest friends, on Yom Kippur, and everybody knows that Yom Kippur is a little bit like Purim, and some of you know Hebrew. Yom, Yom Kippurim, the more says Yom Kippurim. Yom Kippur is a little bit like Purim. Purim is even higher. The craziest thing is, on Yom Kippur, I'm standing before God, I'm fasting, and I'm confessing all my sins. On Purim, I walk around giving gifts to each other, and I'm, I'm drunk like a dog, lying under the table drunk. This is higher than Yom Kippur. 
Yeah, it is. You know, and Yom Kippur, I'm still standing before God and I'm saying, I'm sorry I did this, I'm sorry I didn't do this. It's all cute and sweet. And Yom Kippur, I want no part of that. I don't even want that. Purim is so deep. You know, again, on a simple level, imagine I hurt someone's feelings, I love somebody very much, and I hurt their feelings. And I meet them, and we talk it over, I explain to them why they hurt me, why I hurt them. It's a whole geschäft, right? It's very sweet. Then we make up. And Purim, I don't want that. And Purim, I'm just so glad I'm in the presence of God. Imagine I hurt somebody's feelings, I didn't see them for so long. And suddenly I see them. I don't even remember that I ever hurt you. And I hope you don't remember that I ever hurt you. I'm just so glad to see you. I'm so glad to see you. And I'm not even promising you I'll never hurt you again. I don't know. I'm so drunk. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do tomorrow. But I know one thing. I just love you so much, so much, so much. So poor is we're sending gifts to each other, not face to face, with somebody else. And here I want to share something very, very deep with you. started learning it last night a little bit. You know, friends, everybody today, if you have problems, you run to a psychiatrist. If you have nothing better. Okay, the truth is some psychiatrists are good, some are bad. Like some doctors are good, some things are bad. I had the privilege a few, some time ago, some psychiatrists asked me to give a little talk to them. So I asked them, you know, there's first first aid physically. But there has to be also first aid mentally and spiritually. What's the first thing you're doing? Somebody comes broken to you. First aid. And for all of us. You meet somebody who's so broken. So broken. What do you do? Or what is the first thing you do? Okay, every psychiatrist said something, and since I'm already like a little poem, they say, I don't want to say it was bad or good, but I thought to myself, if I'm in need of first aid, I won't go to them. I asked them, the truth is, if you yourself would be in, in need of first aid, would you go to yourself? Do you think this is first aid? Or you think you can do better? Okay, I had the privilege of learning with him a few times, learned a lot of deep things. But right now, I just want to share with you one thing. This is a very deep teaching from one of our holiest masters, the Holy Kalina. And really, I want you to open your hearts, friends. The Talmud says to find your soulmate 
is as hard as crossing the Red Sea. Okay, even with that explanation, it's just true, right? Because, you know what the crossing of the Red Sea is? It's beyond nature, right? There is no way of getting to the other side. To put two people together, there is no way in the world. God has to make a new way. God in his infinite mercy has to make a new way. Okay, this is the simple meaning. But here the holy master of Kalina moves in. Mamish opens the gates of heaven to something unbelievably deep. Because they're basically all the holy Kabbalists are asking what was so much of a miracle to cross the Red Sea, to split the Red Sea. Because everybody knows when God created the world, he tore the Red Sea. I want you to know in that year, on the seventh day of Pesach at night, 22 minutes after 10, three million people will stand by your shores. And I'm only creating you under the condition that you will split open and let them go through. And the Red Sea knew this the whole time. So what's so much of a miracle? That means it was already engraved in the very creation of the Red Sea that the Red Sea has to split open. Okay, please, let's concentrate strong. This is what he says. Unbelievable depth. Just like that. I want you to open your hearts. Because I have no other way of saying it in, in simple words, but it's the deepest depth. He says, the Red Sea said to God, you want me to split open for three million people? Show me a picture of them. Show me how they look like. So God showed the Red Sea how the three million people look in heaven. How their souls look they really are up there. But when they stood really by the Red Sea, broken, do you know what it means to be in Egypt? To be a slave? To be beaten? To be broken? Takes a long time to recover. Right? So suddenly on the seventh day of Pesach at night, 22 minutes after 10, people are standing there. Red Sea says, no, I don't remember you. don't recognize you. You don't look like the way I saw you. And the sea refused to spread open. And here I want you to hear this deepest, deepest depths, what's happening to us in our life. I have to add one more story.
At one time, before Yom Kippur, a woman came to Rabbi Levitzuk Vedichva, the Holy Master. She was crying. She says, Rabbi, please bless me. My husband should come back to me. He left me. And he says, oh, why did he leave you? So she says, because, he says, I became ugly. So he says, so what do you say? So she says, what I say? Why doesn't he remember how beautiful I was when I married him? So Rabbi Yitzhak couldn't control himself anymore. He ran to the synagogue and opened the holy ark. He says, God, did you hear what you said? It's true, you're so ugly now. But why don't you remember how beautiful you were before? And all of us, you know how beautiful we were once? Do you know how beautiful we were when we were created? So beautiful. So holy. So divine and so exalted. We were all very beautiful. So here I want you to open your heart in your deepest depths. If God forbid a person becomes very ugly, so you say, I don't, sh I don't recognize you because once you were the most beautiful girl in the world, now you look ugly. You know what I'm telling you? I don't really love you that much. Because if I love somebody the most, I still recognize them. Not only I'll recognize them despite their ugliness, I will see all their beauty behind this ugliness. And I want to share something very, very deep with you. I had the privilege of, of, of learning it at, at a wedding in Israel just a few weeks ago. It came very clear to me. You know, in the course of our life, two things are happening to us. We become dirty and we become ugly. When a person becomes dirty, when you become dirty, when I become dirty, we cry our eyes out and our tears make us pure again. You can wash your own dirt. When a person becomes ugly, only somebody else can make me beautiful again. I need somebody to walk up to me and say, you know something? I still recognize your beauty. I still see how beautiful you are. And here I want to share the deepest depths with you. Do you know what the most broken person in the world is? Somebody who doesn't remember how beautiful he was. If I lost that picture, that image, how I was when I was beautiful. How holy I can be. How exalted. I look at the mirror and just an ugly, ugly creep. I'm not an image of God anymore. I lost it. I lost my God image. You know what my friend is doing to me? 
they're giving me back my godliness. They said to you, you know something? And here I want you to know, sweetie friend. You know what it means to love somebody? That God in his infinite mercy lets me see the image of God in the person, how beautiful this person is. God lets me see the real, real face of that person. The real face of that person. Okay, you know what happened on the Red Sea? You know what happened? When we crossed the Red Sea, suddenly, suddenly the Red Sea loved us so much, so much love in the air, that suddenly the Red Sea recognized us again. And now really you have to blow your mind. The Holy Kalina says, everybody knows that 40 days before you're born, they call out in heaven, the Yankele says to God, show me my soulmate. And Chanele says to God, show me my soulmate. So you know what's happening? Everyone is shown the way they look in heaven. So beautiful. Unbelievable. You know what the saddest thing in the world is? We meet again in this world. We don't look like it anymore. The man says to the woman, you know, you're not the woman I once met in heaven. You don't look like it. And she says, you? Yeah. It's ugly. But you know what God is doing in his infinite mercy? Splitting the Red Sea. And the most beautiful thing is this this is really like only God could say such words. Belefium in the heart of the sea. You know what it means? God split the heart of the sea. Something happens to your heart and you look at that person who looks ugly to you. And your heart opens and says, maybe I am the one to make you beautiful again. Maybe I am the only one who remembers how beautiful you were once. Just let me go into it here. So I just want to share it with you, sweetest friends. Basically, on Yom Kippur, I'm standing before God and begging for forgiveness that I'm so dirty. I did this wrong, I did this wrong. Poor me. I'm not talking about being dirty. You know what Haman wanted to do us? He wanted to make us ugly. Do you know what it means to die? To become ugly. It's not life. Death. Death is ugly. I don't mean leaving this world and going to another world. Become a dead person. It's ugly. 
become a dead friend of Douglas. Haman wanted to make a Douglas. And the Talmud says the most beautiful thing. I mean, the words of the Talmud are so strong. The Gemara says, Haman, when he told Arashverosh, let's kill all the Jews, he said terrible things about us. He said, Lishne Bisha. He said ugly words about us. You know, when you talk bad about another person, it's not dirty. It's so ugly. It's so ugly. You know, if I eat ham instead of kosher meat, it's dirty. It's not ugly. When I speak evil about another person, it's ugly. When I hurt somebody's feelings, it's not bad. It's so ugly. It's ugly. And you know what it is on Purim? The highest thing in the world is that God gives us back the image of our friend. How beautiful they could be, how beautiful they are. So I'm sending you a gift, and I say, I don't want to look at you the way you're now. Because this is not the way you really look. I'm sending you an apple and an orange, and I want you to know I'm sitting in my house and crying my eyes out, begging God to make you beautiful again. And you send me back an apple and an orange. I say, I don't want to look at you right now. This is not the way you really are. I know it's not. Because God showed me your picture. God showed me how beautiful you really are. You know what happens after we send each other gifts? Late at night, you both are drunk. And we're lying under the tables. And we look at each other. And here I want to share the deepest depth with you. They are teachers and they are parents. And again, it goes without saying, sometimes a teacher can become your parent if they want to, if they love you enough. A teacher is somebody who can make you clean again. Teaches you, do this, don't do that. To make you beautiful again, only a parent can do. They have to love you so much. They have to give you so much life. Everybody knows when Purim is the Daiva Sholem the last words of the book of Esther is that there's peace between parents and children forever and ever and ever and ever. You know when pa- children are angry at their parents? You know a baby is born and the mother says, oh, I want you to be a doctor or a lawyer. You know, what, you know what they're saying to this baby? I don't have your picture the way you looked at in your house. I don't know you. Baby says, what? You've lost my picture. You've lost my image. I want you to know something else. Sometimes parents become so ugly, so ugly. Some of our parents. You know, the only one who can make them beautiful again is us, their children. Because you know what it means to be born by somebody? Why did I choose my father and my mother? Because God showed me their picture in heaven. It's 
Oh, they are so beautiful. I'd love them to be my father and my mother. And then something happened. I don't remember how my mother or my father ever looked like. They're just so broken. And you know, on Purim, we make peace between each other. I'm sending my father and my mother an apple and an orange. And I say to them, you know something? I remember the way God showed you to me before I was born. And they send me back an apple and an orange. And they say, you know something? Before you were born, God showed you to us. You know how parents know children before they're born? How deep that is? Is there anything deeper in the world? It's deeper than prophecy. It's much deeper than prophecy. It's the deepest depth there is. And I want you to know something else. And this is mind blowing. You know, sometimes even God looks ugly to us. Because I'm God's image, right? I look in the mirror and I'm ugly. Automatically. God is ugly also. Whatever I think of myself, this is what God is all about. Right? For me, everybody has their own God image. You're stupid, God looks stupid. You're crazy. You're stingy, God looks stingy. You're angry, God looks angry. Whatever you think, that's what God is, right? But the craziest thing in the world is, don't you remember what God is really all about? Don't you remember that one minute when you really knew what God is all about? What God is really all about? What the world is all about? So you know something on Purim? Well, we are so high beyond our senses. God is giving us back this holy image. I know again what God is all about. Gewalt is God holy and God beautiful. Gewalt is it so good to be a servant of God. Gewalt. Gewalt is such a beauty. You know how beautiful it is to do somebody else's work? You know how beautiful it is to walk up to a poor man and give him something? It's so beautiful. And it's so divine. So I want to bless you and me and the whole world. You know what the world needs? To become beautiful again. You know what most people need? So much. Just for someone to make them beautiful again. Imagine if someone would love me enough to give me back my picture. And you know the way you give back a person the image? I'm poor. It's the craziest thing in Apple and an orange. And while you receive it, you close your eyes. Suddenly you see, Kvald, God gave me such a holy soul. Kvald, Kvald, everything there. 
something so special inside me. So special. And so holy. And so exalted. And I have to hide it. Whom should I tell? Because if I tell somebody, I'll think, ah, he's crazy, right? Let's face it. He thinks he's special. 
Imagine if I tell somebody, you know, I'm so talented, you won't believe it. What will they say? <laughs> Have you seen a psychiatrist lady or something? I know a good one, you know. It's cheap, but not that cheap. You, know? you should really talk it over with somebody who's more mature, right? Let's face it, friends, we don't have friends whom I can open my heart and tell them that God gave me special. We don't. We can lie to ourselves. We don't. Do you think children can tell their parents how special they are? Most parents get frightened when children tell them I'm this and that. What do you think you are? You're like everyone on earth. So you know what they do? They hide it. And here I want you to know something. You know why I became so ugly? Because I have nobody in the world to tell up with who I am. You know what's happening to us in Poland? Suddenly, I love my friend so much. I send word to my friend with an apple and an orange. I'm sending one apple and one orange. I have to tell two things, right? Listen to this. I'm sending you two messages. I want you to know, even if you're the ugliest in the world, you still love me. And also, I want you to that you are the most beautiful in the world also. Let's face it, friends. The more beautiful a person is, the less friends they have. The more talented they are, less friends. The more mind-blowing special they are, the more everybody wants to tear them down. That's the world. That's the world of Haman. That's the world of killing, of stealing, that's the world we're living in. Eh? That's society. Do you know what I'm doing on Purim? I'm getting out of the whole scene. I'm sick and tired of this kind of a world. I want a world where everybody can say to the world, I am so beautiful. I'm so holy. Gvald am I glad that you are. Gvald am I glad. Gvald am I glad. And I want to live in a world where a person can come to me and say, you know, I'm so ugly, I need you to make me beautiful again. I can't stand it anymore. I can't bear it. And I say, I swear by God, I will not leave you until you're beautiful again. See, on Purim, God opens the deepest, deepest, deepest gates of heaven for us. The deepest gates of heaven. And uh, what a day. 
I had the great privilege, really, like, spending a few times on real exalted holy masters around him. It was so awesome. I, I couldn't believe myself that, such, that it's possible in this world. That it is possible in this world to feel that kind of holiness and to feel absolutely... Do you know what it means to be out of evil? Evil doesn't exist. Jealousy doesn't exist. Hatred, I don't know what it means. I don't even know how to spell it. What a world. And you know, I want you to know, in Hebrew, healing is refuah, reshpeh. Reshpeh is the roots. And purim is reshpeh, purim is peh So Blevel Ege says that absolutely the highest healing is in purim. And here I want to share something very deep. The world is growing up a little bit, and they know that you do healing with your hands. Something you do healing with your eyes, with your thoughts, but with your hands, very strong. On Purim, the Gemal says, Kol Yad On Purim, the way it's translated, and it really means so, that any poor man who holds out, who holds out his hand, you have to give him something. But according to Kabbalistic tradition, you know what it really means? Because God does whatever we do. If I give my hand to anybody who holds out his hand, God also. If I hold out my hand, God holds my hand. You know, sweetest friends, how do you make somebody beautiful again? Gotta hold the hand. Gotta hold the hand. There is no two ways about it. So can you imagine on all the holidays God gives us joy, God gives us freedom, God gives us the Torah. But in Purim, God gives us his hand. What a day. On Purim, I'm holding hands with the whole world. But the first thing is, I'm sending you an apple and an orange to let you know, can you please review yourself to me? Can you please tell me that part of you which is so ugly? And can you tell me also that part of you which is so beautiful? Because I love you so much. And then you come, you hold out your hand. I'm holding out my hand. Because I have nobody either. Then we hold hands. What a day. What a night. Ti da 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 di, 
There's one holiday, President Paul. And the strangest thing about this holiday is that all the holidays begin at sunset and they end at sunset. Purim, you tell me, you know, the day is over. So nice. I feel crazy. It's another day. I want you to know that Jesus died. The saddest thing in the world is dying. Everything is over. I loved you yesterday. Today, don't you remember your name? I was very holy yesterday. Ask another day. I went through changes, you know. Yesterday was holy today. Dying all the time. Everything is dying. Every two minutes you're dying on something else. Poem, I defy that. I defy that. You tell me the day is over? I don't care. I keep on celebrating. And everybody knows, according to Kabbalistic tradition, that extra night, that is the highest any human being can. Everybody knows by the holy tzaddikim, by the holy masters, that night, devoured. Whatever you'll say, whatever you think, it was deeper than that. So everybody knows that the holy Sansa would celebrate until about dawn. And then, and you know, nobody remembers all the holy teachings he gave over because beyond everything. Just one teaching you're privileged to know. The way the Holy Sansa would do it, the Holy Sansa was just last year, 100 years that he passed away. Sansa is a little town in Poland. And, you know, according to our standards today, Sansa, 
It's a little hectic, maybe this hundred houses, right? A lot of mud. Meshuvah would have never heard about it. It's not for the Holy Master. Anyway, that's the way he did it. There were maybe thousands of people. And everybody was like somewhere else, right? Or maybe right there. About by dawn, the Holy Sansa would get up. He would walk around all over the city. Imagine there's a husband and wife. They're married for so long, they didn't have children yet. So the Holy Sansa would get a lot of stones. And he would throw stones in their windows to make a way to God's blessing to it. And Gewalt, when you were privileged that the stone, the Holy Sansa made a hole in your window. Gewalt. Imagine if someone would make a hole in our windows, in our doors. God's blessing wants to reach us, and we just pull down the windows, close the doors, and that's it, right? Imagine somebody would be very, very sick, just about, God forbid, dying. The Holy Sons would go to their window, and he would throw stones, make a lot of holes in their windows. That'd be okay. And here's a teaching, which one person was somehow not that drunk, not that high, but for us it's a miracle. So he wrote down that teaching and it came down to us. Because in between throwing stones, the Holy Sons would say some toilets, some teachings. Okay, this is a real what the Sons said. The Talmud says, and it's based upon the passage in the, in the Prophets, On the great day when the Messiah comes, when redemption will be there for the whole world, there will be a great dance. All the holy people will dance in a circle. So everybody knows that dancing in Hebrew has a lot of words. Machol is one of them. But the Holy Sons said like this. Where is this dance taking place? So God needs a big space, right? So this is what the Holy Sons says, and it's a real drunken high tower. I want you to open your eyes. He says, heaven, sadly enough, is not that big because there are not that many people there. The space of heaven is not big enough for that dance. So what is God doing? He says, the real dancing hall will be in hell. Because hell is very, very big. <laughs> now listen to this. So he says, why is that space, why is that dancing called machol? Because machol means dance and also means forgiveness. Now listen to this. Unbelievable. The Holy Sanders says that And please take it on the highest level, I'm sure you will. On that day, all the holy people go down to hell. And they will say to all the evil people of the world, to the sad, broken people who are burning in hell, and, s and tell them, forgive me. I need your space here in hell. Can you take over my space in heaven? 
I, I need to dance here. Listen to this unbelievable teaching. So it says, you can come, later on you can come back right now. I'm giving you my space in heaven. You hear that? All the tzaddikim will go down to hell and say to the people there, can you please take my space in heaven? Give me your space in hell. I'm going to dance here. On that day, So here I want you to know, during the day, I'm still talking about beautiful and ugly heaven and hell with all the highness. You know what I'm doing at dawn? If I see my friend is still in hell, I don't bless them. I don't send them letters. I don't even hold hands. And I don't do anything. I go down there and I say, here is my place. Please take my place. And I'll take over your place. And I will dance so long until, until hell becomes heaven also.
once it's known, imagine, imagine, God forbid, that imagine I'm going to a school and some students are good, but some students are not so good. And imagine I say something to the student who is not so good now the teacher. Why is this person so hurt? Because he is not such a good student in the first place. He knows something is missing. And then if on top of all this, I also have this feeling, I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay, now, this is the first step. Now remember that in Tevis there was no Mahmudas, that means the Kayim, the Levine were not standing on plane while they brought the sacrifices because it's too late. If you're waiting for God to help you, neither to be so. What do you mean? So who should help me if not God? There's two kinds of prayers. There is the kind of prayer which brings down a certain help, like a certain holiness, which God can reach as part of the world. Or you find some brothers, you daven, and you have a high moment. This is, this is a certain prayer which is part of the world. And then there's something so deep. Like only God is fasting. Only God is fasting. So he says to fix anger. Even prayer don't reach there. Ordinary prayer, even even in the midst of Nikush, even the Kalim, and even with the demons don't reach there. You know what's reaching? I don't know what's reaching. But you better pray. And what is reaching out there is like, I don't know what it is. So he says, you know what this is, this is that? The deepest, deepest death, is, it has to be clear to me that the truth is not much value in the world. It has to be clear to me, like Dana. So again, I'm standing waiting for Benzine for two hours. You know why I'm not angry? Because it's clear to me, I'm in God's hands and But you see, I cannot just sit there and read a book. Everything that wants, look at the It has to be you know how deep it has to reach? It has to reach that deeper sense of meaning because it has to fill in what's missing. And this is the deep <coughs> On the level of choice, there's something missing. I'm trying to work. Once in every one of us, something wrong with us, right? And we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, we're searching. 
You know what we can fix it? The fixing is beyond us. Where even the prayers of the Holy Temple are there's something beyond us. And we are coming to the future death of the time we get to the moment. Yaakov says, Yaakov Avinu, thank you, Yosef. I want you to bury me in the Holy Land. He said, I want you to swear to me. Let me ask you, is there anything Yosef would not do for his father? Just imagine, God forbid, if someone has the lowest father in the world before he dies, my son, please do this for me. I don't know do it. What if he has to swear? You know what it is to be buried? To be dead is pretty bad, right? Anything bad. The sad truth is, 
in a crazy way. You know how many angry people are in the room? Don't believe it. You know, I live in New York. Sure, people are angry. You don't see them. Not, it's not so obvious, right? And that's And in all of Israel, it's not as obvious as in Yerushalayim. And in Yerushalayim, it's not as obvious as by the Holy War. <laughs> you know why? And because this is the headquarters for London. Anything coming. There are other six people in the world. Where do you find the most in the hospital, right? Because that's where they are to be cured. The hospital for England is your child. I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm familiar. The hospital, you know, maybe all of Israel is to check in what your child and mom is like. When the mom is, you know, it's not that the nurse gives you a little injection in your time as well as they operate on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, my friend. I want you to know how many children are I'm in the shrine. But not the way it's now. But the way it's happening. Can you can imagine how your shrine would look like? So in order to have the strength and the strength and the hormones to get rid of anger, for, for one whole week, I have to be somewhere where, you know, imagine, imagine if I'm sleeping day and night. And I think that's the way a person has to be. So I have to at least want to meet an old person to sleep all the time, right? You know, but maybe I'm sick, right? Most people, when they're angry, they think that's the way. That's what life is all about. So Hanukkah, God gives me a chance for one week to be normal. Most humility can look on the land. I want you to know something. Okay, in Kippur, I'm doing chuba for everything, but you know, just remember the English is that. In order to my point, anger, I need the highest God of women. I need the highest. Why was the oysters not angry at this The oysters said that it's a king on the yard. Zoys. What are the first people? Zoys are two reasons. This too would be alive. Right to the study system. You know, kids are study system. You know what you told me? You know, your whole life is falling apart. Because you're falling that you're full of anger and not really nice. He says, the eyes are still with you, and so the human, you don't tell me, you're not sure. He says, 
You know what kept me going when I was a slave and I was in prison? Can you imagine what kind of God awareness Yosef needed to have in order to make it? The Yosef has started because Mamish, I want you to know that it is written. The truth is, everything that I'm doing, if I'm doing it properly, it should wipe out anger from my heart. Everything I'm doing is to change my heart. And everything I'm doing is Mamish to make me whole again. You know, it says, Prayer to Shem to Mimo, and she was not. God's prayer is complete. It restores your soul. Makes you whole again. Won't you know something? I mean, without even saying everything again. You know something? Imagine I'm mamish, hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm broken. I just had a fight with my wife. I walk in the street. And then someone meets me and says, Shani, you are the greatest creep in the world. You know what I'll do? Give up when I blow up. You think I blow up at this person? My blowing up at this person is just give up when I cry into them. So I'll and then give up when I blow up. Well, I'm missing everything. Right? So what's Hanukkah? Hanukkah is the sugar. Mamish, everything's complete. Mamish, for one week, God gives me a thing. My house is complete. My children are complete. And the tire is complete. And me, I wish you to do Why did he make the golden cap? I can see that I'm saying something. We didn't know what it is. So the aircraft says, Oh, you know what you're missing? You're missing a golden cat. You know when people are missing something, they throw themselves at everything in the world. You know, they start telling you anything. The whole drug scene at one time, people are looking for drugs, were missing so much. The parents weren't in the right place, the life was not, everything was wrong. Everything was wrong. So you throw yourself at anything. So Chodesh Tevis, and the Ishmael is that Chodesh Tevis is not really on the level of choice. Because when you're angry already, you don't have choice anymore. Hoydish Tavis is when I'm begging of God, please God, don't even give me the choice of being Take away my choice of being angry. I'm fix my inside of my inside. Fix the inside of my What you know, yesterday, two days ago, was the Soviet day. What's the Soviet day was all about? The war began to destroy the Holy Temple. 
So the person has to know. You know what you're dealing with? There's a whole world surrounding you who wants to destroy your holy temple. It's not a question of five dollars or ten dollars. It's a question of your holy temple. The second thing everybody knows on the silver table is the Greek translated the title of the Greek. So what's wrong? It's beautiful, right? I would say, I think, rather from Cohen, from Temple, I don't know what, was very happy that it's translated into Greek. Why is it fasting? I'm saying something else. Do you know whether it's translated the title of the Greek? But as long as like in Egypt, there was darkness for three days. Much, much the world was dark for three days. What's the dark about it? Because I want you to know the deeper side. When you read the title the way it is, and it's clear to you something is missing. It's going to be so much deeper. So much deeper. What is the greatest light in the world? The greatest light in the world when you do know something. What a life. What a life. Because when you know something is missing, your vow that you're praying and crying, your vow messed up around it. Your vow messed up around it. Make it holy. Did you hear, friends, God created the world as a complete world? And you know, Israel says, why did God let Adam and Eve eat the wrong food? Because if they would have not eaten the forbidden fruit, they would have never known that something is missing. So sometimes when something goes wrong and you fall apart, your body says a blessing. Galatians and Russian brought from the base. You think a blessing is only when things go good? Sometimes when things go wrong, it's also a blessing. Because then you do not it can't be the way it was thrown out. You know what happens to the moon when the moon is at the end? The moon realizes, I need this and that. I need something. So much different. You know what Tadr Shabbat is all about? When it's clear to me, all the time. What's bugging us sometimes? People are quoting the Bible. They don't learn Ashi, they don't learn Hebrew, they don't learn anything. What makes you so angry? I mean, can you really imagine this is all God is saying? But that Moshe Rabbein is sitting up there in heaven? It can't be deeper than that. It has to be deeper than that. You know, what's bugging us? Sometimes we go to a wedding. Something goes to a wedding, and we have a decay of husband and wife, and, and the power in the I decay them, man husband and wife. Makes you vow, right? Well, let's order the wedding, and then they go out on a honeymoon, and then they come back, and, and they find a divorce. Why? Because that's all there is to it, but they have it. 
wanted to know, you know, my ass is not as you get to the place it's supposed to be. God wants us to be so much deeper. So much deeper. What's bugging you when you come to Anasai? See, Anasai is also. But you know what's bugging you? Because the Zionist thing, all it means is new housing project. You know, I was in London now and I met this woman and she is really the head of the coalition for Russian Jews. You know what Russian Jews mean? When they say the truth, they wouldn't do They collected now two million dollars in London to make them cry away in the world. Two million dollars, right? For you. And the show was there, and you know what it is? They are making videos of all the Jewish museums of the world. Who then is sending it to Russia to see? Can you imagine a Russian Jew see on a video all the Jewish museums of the world? I mean, it's hard to about, right? If I want to be a Jew in the worst way, to be Jewish people could have a museum like this. And five dollar admission got to be something special. I couldn't believe my ears. I want you to know something that we were in Kiev, I think I shared it with you. Sam and I were walking on the street. We meet the Sibylle. We meet the president of the Shul, so to speak. This means we can get back to the man and we want to. Can you tell those people to stop sending us the answers? <laughs> which nobody puts on anyway. Stop sending us books which nobody reads. They need living reading. Send us living reading. A legacy to you. Send us somebody alive. The human thing. Imagine a person is full of anger. What are you supposed to do? Because it has to be clear to you. You're not angry at this person, you're angry at. You know, when you're so angry, crying out of you. You're all the money in the You're all the money You're all the money in the You're all the the wholeness of my own shaman. The bottom of the wholeness of my own shaman. Just remember, sometimes they're not even angry anymore, they're dead. More than angry. Sometimes they're buried, nothing reaches us anymore. So once you know all this Mechayish Tevis at the end, we are reading Mamash Yaakov Avinu who makes Yosem Vatsadik swear, you can be out of Egypt. Please don't let me finish. I want you to know whenever you and I that you see in Egypt, when you see a person who is Mamash dead in bed, don't let me finish. Mamash carried him out of Egypt. Don't let them stand. And you know what the dead person is? The dead person has no choice, right? He can't move. 
You don't think this is sad? A dead person is somebody? It's not even by choice anymore. He is mummish, dead, and buried beyond choice. So you know what Yagyavina brought down to the world? You can even have it. And I'm waiting the deepest death. Mamish as is the deepest. You know what Ishbitsa says, Yaakov Avinu put so much koya into the holy land that as is can reach even somebody who is ready to go there. You should listen to me. You should listen to me, Mamish. He may see and take the title. You know what it says, the title of Mount Sinai is for the living, living, living. As for the title of the shrine, so deep, the kingdom needs to be You know something, why is Kriyat the Mesim of the Holy Land? And from there it's an expander of the world. Because Israel, as the Holy Land, it can wake up the dead. And here I want you to know something. Asaph the Yaakov was by love and he didn't care. He wants to go back to Israel. Asaph doesn't matter. What's bugging Asaph? And this is also a good question. Yaakov was being an utmost non-ending. What's the fixing? What is the fixing? No one can know. Yaakov is working on us again. You know when he was fighting with the angel all night? The angel wants him to be angry. And what did you know with him? Yaakov had Gishkoi as often. And he made angry with him. I want you when you meet someone who's angry, angry back, right? What's the only way to stop angry? You're not angry, right? Imagine someone meets you and they want to tell your father's angry. But if you are also angry, unbelievable, right? You want to kill each other. Can you imagine? Our heart would be so clammy. No, it's not angry. You can't help it. You're also not angry. What can you do, right? Okay. You know when Asaph was for five minutes, when he met Yaki, why was he kissing Yaki with plants from angels? For two minutes? Yaki was angry. So the angel was fighting. Can you just be angry? Just a tiny bit. A little bit. After. You remember the Gibal story that only Sanders said? So when he says he only made one person who was managed for people class for him. The heavy international element. Remember in Limanov, the Rebbe Mamish, whenever they gave money for a new suit, for a new kapoti, he always gave it away. Finally, he decided, let's not give him money, let's buy a new kapoti. So they bought them, Mamish, a new silver kapoti, so beautiful. Everybody was so proud, they have a look so beautiful. And the shaman Shmendrik, he put the soup Friday night, and the first thing he does is put the whole soup over the other soup So everybody was ready to kill the shaman, you know. 
zusammengesetzt, die Brücken zu nur steht, dass sie ziemlich stolz. Wenn sie haben kaputt und der stehen an ist, wo er ist. So eine heilige Zusammensetzung. Wenn die Gabe vor sich zu. Da holen wir, da passt schon immer noch ein bisschen Dann setzt er sich Ah, es ist gut. You know what I mean? He wasn't angry. No, I shouldn't be angry. No, I shouldn't be angry. Why was it sent for me? I believe in God. This awesome, this awesome God of And just one more second. He always said, I am the Messiah. My brother sold me. You want something else? You think he was angry at the wife of Potiphar? You know, if he was the other time she comes to come, she would have stopped coming to the party. Who's in it? This is the small. I don't want to. I mean, how can you be so holy? How can you not be full of anger? Put them in prison? Just a good value. Probably big shrugs. What's going on here, you know? And I'm staying away from doctors. Can you imagine if a woman put me in prison? How I would yell at her? But this is what Sadiq said. He says to his brother, my tongue goes to my goodness, right? So this is what Sadiq every word is. Now it's about static thought and the machine because the bad hit me wrong. You are not like angry with my brother and I told my father bad things about my brother. Why would your sister angry with his brother? What the old man is about? What the sense of it? And if you remember the Wachel and Thor were the only ones who looked like like Chava before she was driven up from paradise. Doesn't mean just uh, she didn't need any makeup, right? She was like the usual pattern just worked from paradise. So why was she saying with his brother? Because they have a mother in them. Most of the people said, why was Jacob being by him and called? Because the actor was really wants to make that for all of Everybody shall have a father and a mother friend. What happens when you got the big trouble with your mother? Your father wants to make up. He gave him a call. What gave him the strength? 
remember that when he was sold as a slave, he passed by the grave of the father. You know what he was praying for? He said, I'm so angry. I'm so angry because he was there. Tell us, brother, I'm going to be needed to strengthen the human. 
มาที่ไหนดีเดี๋ยวมาที่สมุนไพรมันยิ่งเกิดเสียงเลยที่นั่นที่หุ่นสายตัวยิ่งตัวที่ดีที่สกัดออกมาเลยที่นั่นที่ไหนดีอาทิตย์นี้ตัวที่ดีสกัดออกมาเลยที่ตัวที่ดีสกัดออกมาเลยคือคือเอลิซี่คนนี้ที่มาที่นั่นที่นั่นWhen the son of Ayat is taken away, my brother, I lost a share of this one in the coming world. Because the Bible never came out. Because of the least, so much in that. Ah, but you can rest in that. You are the Bible. You are the Bible. Because not just to be angry, The deepest, in one second everything will change. What's Mashiach all about? What's the holiness of Jesus we are waiting for Mashiach? Because we're not angry. The holiness of what Jesus is the deepest. Never give up in the last second. You bother me now. And once you have a bed, the egg is set to keep the sun going. The awesome part. It says, when you know Elif, Hashem, twice you find the word Elif. When you know Elif, Hashem, God reveals himself to him. And then also, when you catch Elif to him. You know what God revealed to him? God gave him a friend. He had a grandson like you and to be in the middle. So now he's made up in one second. In one second. And once you know the deepest step, after God, after, after, God was shining to him, the Yiddish head of Jerusalem, and of one of them, and Mamish knew what the Shiraz was about. He prayed for the dumb. That's what he prayed for the dumb, because he smelled the Shiraz coming out of wood, but even deeper. He didn't give up on Saddam either. So why should he get up and shine him? You see what it is? To believe in the Shiraz is not only I believe in Shiraz. The believe she means I'm not giving up on anybody. You know what Jesus is? So I'm not angry at you. It's very hard. But I'm giving up on you. I'm not fighting with you. I don't care. Forget it. Oh, this is not it. The biggest <laughs> question in the world is, are mamish? Are you mamish working with I want you to know the essence of this month is Mamish. Well, 
Tevis is Mamish not to be angry. And the essence of Tevis is bringing to somebody else's Mamish getting married. Bring them to Esther's Chodesh Shalom. And if you can't do it, you have to know your Esther's Chodesh You know what the deepest depth of learning is? Is every word of the Torah a lie between? Is it just words? Or is it a lie? You know what it will say that the Torah is the Greek? It was used for me. But the words are dead. The words are dead. What's called a deep learning Torah? That he knows more. And the words are written. Every word is written. It's every letter. Working, my friends, is the only thing more beautiful than life. Why is Hanukkah so much into religion? Mahabharata, Mahabharata, this one shifts you. I was learning in New York. When God created the world, he always said to me, and God saw it's good. But because God saw it's good, doesn't say it came and said it's good and bad. You know what Hanukkah is? When the Hanukkah God says to us, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. And it's beautiful, there's no snake, there's no good and bad. Something else. You know what your shine is all about? Your shine is not good. Shine is beautiful. And I want you to know one thing. To be angry is not bad. Ugly. Why is it when someone is angry, you really don't want to look at them? You can take the most beautiful man or woman in the world, when they are angry, it's disgusting to look at them. Because they're ugly. Mamish is the whole thing. Mamish. The Gemot says, Yishlein took, took nine measures of beauty in the world. Just one measure. Mamish of that here, Mamish has a privilege. Mamish is here. Here are the rights in the world. Here are these maps of the world. I don't care if I'm useful. Or that you shine You know what we make a block over somebody else's life? As the master of the world, I don't care about anything. But this is the What you know, my beautiful friend, the question is not only 
you know how good the time is. You know how beautiful it is. You know, Shabbos, it's not the math of this good. Shabbos is And you know what it is to be an exile? I'm not going to exile it, it's kind of not beautiful anymore. And between you and me, you know, while we, while we haven't penetrated Yiddishkeit into the non-religious world yet, we don't make it beautiful. We don't make it beautiful anymore. And imagine if every religious person would be Shabbos, it's young to have you seen one maybe even now everybody has taken child. Basically, I'm saying the false heart of a chosen kara, I bless you. Not only you should be good to each other, you should always be beautiful to each other. Your house should be beautiful, your children should be beautiful, your life should be beautiful. And one thing that's being good nigga. What? Yeah. Do we have? Okay, Chavre, the Kala is Mavish Tire. So there's no other way if you have one half share of workers. I don't think there's no Kala, it's not a seat for everyone. Can can you people just go outside and look? Hey, where's your Chavre? On what level? Can someone find out how much Chala there is? There's no mention enough for everyone? The little people. Yeah? The world was Okay, let's wash back. Fast. Right? No, it's good. She's mommy's time. Can we just wash our hands fast? Because we have to say Shabbat for the Chosen Kara. And then we'll.
I'm completely involved in the mitzvah of tzitzis. Either way, there's one mitzvah of tzitzis on my hand. I have a mitzvah that if I have a garment of four corners to put in tzitzis, right? So what? What is wrong? I'm. I'm is it, is it a different kind of mitzvah of tzitzis if it's on this garment or on this garment? If you're intending not to use one garment in no, the other, so that's what Taisa says. That's what Taisa goes very deep. If the mitzvah is mamish and this baget, right? So this is one mitzvah of tzitzis. And if I'm putting it on another baget, it's like fulfilling another mitzvah. That's really very beautiful. You're taking the mitzvah away from one baget at the same time. What? You're also taking the mitzvah away from No, no, because this, this is nothing, because I'm, I'm doing it. This would. That wouldn't be calling doing it because I'm on the way and putting it somewhere else. But, but then this garment is without tzitzis. What? Then, this garment, so then you're taking the tzitzis away from this garment. doesn't matter if I'm putting it on this, but then I'm fulfilling a mitzvah of tzitzis. Then I don't understand what you mean by saying it's a mitzvah. One second, one second. Let's go over it again. Oh, yeah. Who wants to, wants to say over what we're just learning? Are you on the way over? The question is, um, if, if the mitzvah attaches itself to the specific garment, that, that it's the mitzvah that this garment has to have tzitzis on it, or the mitzvah attaches itself to the person, it's just that if I wear a garment with four corners, I have to put tzitzis on it. So it doesn't matter which garment I wear, you yeah. know? It's really very, very strong, you know? So twice it says, twice this is like this, if you were to ask me, like, without knowing the Gemara, you'd walk up to someone and say, can I take off tzitzis from one garment and put on the other garment? I would answer very simply, if it's a mitzvah of this garment, right, then I'm not permitted to take away the mitzvah of this garment and put it in another garment, right, because it's a different mitzvah of tzitzis. You follow Pesach or not so much yet? Let's go over it again. Okay, I'll make it, make it very strong. What? No, just from outside, just turn the press on. Then they'll get it. Where are you, Holy Joe, man? Smoking. You're not meant to smoke here? Well, yeah? it's sort of a consensus. On the baby, okay. Um, so when we were learning yesterday, Chovat Talib, we didn't know what Chovat Talib means. So, so someone's explained to us what Chovat Talib means. He said that it's actually the requirement is on the garment itself. The question is, if the requirement is the requirement on the garment, that this garment has to have the four corners, is that what the mitzvah means? You mean any four-cornered garment has to have... If I, if I, if I own a four-cornered garment, then the requirement is... It, it attaches itself to the garment. This garment has to have its tzitzis on it. Mm -hmm. Or is the requirement on the person that when I'm wearing a four-cornered garment, I have to have tzitzis on my garment? The requirement attaches itself to me, that I have to have the tzitzis on the garment. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, if you have one pair of tzitzis uh, for two garments, like if you're intending to wear this one, you have to put the tzitzis on that garment that day, and then well, the next day you want to wear this that's one. That's, the whole, that's what the whole thing is involved to, is it? If you can pick it off of one of the other, if it, you say it this way, then can you? If you say it this way, can you? Yeah. Hmm. Should we try to get some toasters? Yeah. yeah. Now, one more thing. Let's first, before we get involved, let's see what about mezuzah. The same thing about mezuzah is also very deep. Mm. Yeah, and now, when you say, is it, is it a law that I, whenever I live somewhere, I have to put on the mezuzah? Or is mezuzah really a law? I have to have a mezuzah in this house. How would it sound to you? Is, do I have a general mitzvah in the world wherever I live? And in any house I am, I have to put on a mezuzah? Or when I ha live in a house, it's a mitzvah. This house must have a mezuzah. What do you say? 
sounds more like it would be this Pesach doesn't have Yeah, it's a very strong thing, you know. I don't have just the mitzvah wherever I live, I have to have a mezuzah. As I live in this house, I must have a mezuzah on this door, you know. Not only this house. If this is the door in the house, the mitzvah is that this door must have a mezuzah. I'm, I'm living in another house, and on that door will be the mitzvah that I must have a mezuzah on that door, you know. So let's say if I were to ask you, as simple as it is, am I permitted to take a mezuzah off from this door and put it on another door, what would you say? What do you mean, in the same house? Or anywhere. Even anywhere, from one you door can. to the other. You can't. Well, you're if, not you allowed. Move, if you move out of the house? You're not allowed. If you move out of the Even house? Even if you move out of the house, you you're can't change it. No. no, because it says, Likvua mezuzah, so... It no, that's a big thing, now I'll tell you. The only thing is when you move out, the question is just moving in after you, you know? Right. If you know some, but this is the way the, it's not getting involved because it's the shy if I know maybe Nanju will move in after me and he'll scroll the garbage pile. So then I, I have to take it off because, mm-hmm. but this is really something else. Forget about moving out. And we're talking now, I have, you know, beautiful Zuzi here and I think, ah, you know, let's put it on the other door. What? But if you have another one to put, if you have another one to put there. So what do you say? But the truth is, the Gemara says, God forbid, that the one who did it was punished from heaven, you know? Because he took it from Zuzah from one door and put it on the other door. Because he's not permitted to do that because, like, the door is crying, you know, like the door, you, you, yeah, like putting the door to shame. Why, why you but what if you have a different one to put out? Doesn't matter, but right now, this Mezuzah is this Mezuzah here, right? Unless, you see, the question is, Again, I want to get involved there because if I have Mike, a very special mezuzah, more beautiful mezuzah, then the child is something else. If I can fulfill this mitzvah more beautiful... Hidu mitzvah. Hidu mitzvah, yeah, if I can po- fulfill it in a more beautiful way, if I'm permitted to undo what I did before and make it more... But let's forget about this. This is forgetting about more beautiful. Simply straight, there's a mezuzah here, and I say, let's put it on, on the other door. But then I take something else. The question is, maybe in one house, all the doors might be still one mitzvah, you know? Because it's still, the mitzvah is Amazuzus Pesecho, the doors of your house. So if this is my house, all the doors are really like one mitzvah, you know? Mm-hmm. The question is only if I can take it from one house to the other. Because this is really a different mitzvah, right? Mm-hmm. Every house has a mitzvah of mezuzah, you know? The doors of the house, you know? So maybe from one door to the other, what, what, you only did it from one door to the other, right? Not from one house to the other. We're seeing that the world is talking about one house to the other. Yeah. We're talking about one house. One house to the other. Because we looked it up in Bible and see it says if a, if a one tenant, house to the other. If right. a tenant moves out of a house, right. then he's out. If a tenant moves into the house, then he, the tenant has to put up a mezuzah. Right. But when he moves out, he has to leave it. Yeah. Right. One man, he moved took out it of off, his yeah. house and he took it off, and his wife and children died. Oh, you, oh, you looked up the Gemara. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.